0: Welcome to the Guardians of Grace podcast. Relax, you have found the right place. We're here to serve. Join us, holding to pure grace. Again, relax, join in with us, listen on, be blessed.
1: Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Guardians of Grace podcast. My name's Bill, and you just heard coughing into the microphone, <laughs> guard <laughs> on, Steve. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry about that. We're not sophisticated. We don't have a cough button, do we? Like no, professional. we don't. We okay. don't. Sorry for the cough. He knows
0: better. Yes, but, yes. How but, is everybody doing out there? We hope you're doing well, and we hope you're psyched about hearing verses that we point to and read, because those verses always have so much impact, at least on me and Bill. I hope they have half the impact they do on you as they do on us, because that would be a
1: lot of impact. That would. You probably shouldn't say sight. I think that comes from suke word. (laughs) Word suke. You're numost. Numost. I hope you're numost. I hope you're numost too. That's the word for spirit. Yeah, you should say that it's the word for spirit well here we are we're just showing up to do another podcast and once again don't really have a topic we' hope we love it when people ask questions I don't know if I told you or not we're my men's Bible study at cross community tell me how that's going bill well I'll just say that we're Doing the Book of Romans, Ooh. and i missed a few, but we got into Romans six, and now we're into Romans seven. First of all, it's so fun to be with a group of guys. Like I, w- I wish you could come one Wednesday. You'd love these guys. They're it, it's such a freeing atmosphere. No one ever labels you or, you know, you have some people say, I don't see that. What are you saying? I don't don't see that. I don't necessarily agree with it. But no one labels you or puts a warning about you or.
0: uh, Talks about you outside of the men's group. It's all done inside of the men's group where each person can give account of himself.
1: My wife and I talk on the way home, and I I don't really mention what we we talk about. It kind of stays there. I mean, I'll I'll mention good things and stuff, but as far as occasionally someone will disagree with me, but they're always so respectful. That's the way it should be. They disagree with what I say. They never disagree with you. Yeah, they're not. Yeah.
0: Well, that means they disagree with the Bible verses that you're pointing to, because you actually never say anything. You just point to Bible verses
1: that do all the talking. True. It's this thing that happened in my life. I don't know. 25 years ago, maybe. Maybe longer. That just... And it happened to you. We just... When we were both cleaning had pool routes, you turned me on to... (laughs) the New Testament on cassette, and without even knowing it, we were just able to have all these verses stick inside of us. It's not intellectually memorizing stuff. I don't even, it's it's, it's amazing how it works. You, you get on a Bible topic and someone mentions a verse and it just pops in your mind what the verse behind it is and the, the verse after it is and you you never really even
0: I remember doing that at Horizons which was a Christian like (laughs) nightclub it was for Christians no alcohol or anything it was all praise and worship and man was that judged by people that never went there Yes, yes yes and I, I can remember it was in Hebrews. The guy was talking, and I, I started quoting the verses before it and after it. I had never memorized those verses. I, I didn't know. They just came to me. And I went home, and I said, God, you're scaring me. And I really was scared. I, I remember scared that me.
1: night. That's where the uh, quarter of the phone book yeah. came about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah kingdom of God is like likened to a man that used a pay phone what's a payphone? phone? Yeah. I haven't seen one in, in 20, 20 years, years. yeah ain't yeah. that something? we've been through kind of Romans 6 and we run into Romans 7 there's this this thing happening it, 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 it's kind of hard to explain where Paul says to me it's, it's kind of clear it wasn't for a long time, but it says the law is spiritual. And then he says, But I am unspiritual.
0: Natural. Human.
1: Natural, yeah. Of of flesh. Yes. Have a of King James. And to me it's it's like what that says to me is incompatibility.
0: You're incompatible with the law that was spiritual, yes.
1: It's yeah, like Trying to plug a 220 line into a 110 outlet, it won't work. It won't work. Trying to put diesel into your gas tank that runs on gas. And I, I think the key to understanding Romans is the part that I think gets overlooked and gets missed. There's no way to explain it so what they do is they say this is Romans 7:14 to 21 is Paul talking about some other time in his life and
0: right when it's clear is about that Paul is talking about his life right then and there as a Christian. He was saying, I do what I don't want to do, and I don't do what I do want to do. He was lifting the veil for all humanity. This is the first time the veil was lifted. He lifted the veil regarding the question of why do Christians behave the way they do? He answers that all-time greatest question in Romans 7.
1: Exactly, and I, I think you really have to understand how serious this problem is so you're not tempted to come up with lame, useless remedies for the situation. First off, we know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, or of flesh, sold as a slave to sin. And that word slave... What does slave mean?
0: You have a free will. <laughs> you have a free will. That's what that means.
1: There's actually a couple words in Romans 7. Slave, prisoner. Neither of which have any connection to freedom.
0: It's the opposite of freedom.
1: And Slavery then is the
0: opposite of being free.
1: And then there's the idea where Paul brings up choices. You can choose. And Paul seems to be able to choose. So choosing doesn't seem to be the problem, right?
0: He said the choosing is in me, but the... He actually said the willing it's that word will for free will. He said the willing to do good is in me but the doing of good is not. I think 720, maybe 21.
1: So if the willingness to do it is in you you're choosing to do it. You're submitting yourself to do it. You're saying I'll I'll do it but if you can't do it, that's a problem. That's a
0: problem. And the reason you can't is because you're a slave. He said, I joyfully concur with the law. I confess that it is good. Just can't fulfill it. Because he's enslaved to something that he explains about in Romans 7. He tells us what he gives two different examples of what we are enslaved to, what is stronger than our free will. Two two different word picture of something that is stronger than our free will.
1: Go ahead and elaborate on those.
0: Well, okay. First, I think we may need to do a redneck Greek Bible study on... The idea of will, that word, in Parazo. Let's do that real
1: quick, okay. as quick
0: as possible.
1: There's two words associated with will, and I'm just going off the top of my head. I think they are, is it boieo and uh, what's the other one, Th- thalema? Thalema? Is one. I think that's one. And bullemo, I think, is like desire. And telemo is like uh, serving your purpose. Yeah, your will. You're your res- will. You're residing to doing this. Yes.
0: It's actually translated your will most of the time. Okay. So
1: the other words that you brought up were polleo and prazo. I may not be pronouncing them right, but polleo. And prazo are two words that get translated doing or carrying out, right? Prazo, it's kind of easy to remember because it rhymes sort of with practice. Yes. Prazo means to habitually practice.
0: Habitually practice. In opposition to poieo, which it says that right in the definition, not to be confused with Poyeo, right in the definition It says that.
1: Most of the Strong's definitions, right at the end of the 1A, 1BC definition, Mm -hmm. it says prazo is not to be confused with poyeo, and poyeo is not to be confused with prazo.
0: Both of them have that disclaimer at the end of the definition when it says poiello Meaning, one single time. I do not do this one single time. It says that's in opposition to parazo, which means I habitually do this all the time. The idea of will and poieo and parazo are very important to have in the right place when you're reading Romans 7. 14 through the end of the chapter.
1: Okay, so when you get to 7:14, Paul says I I don't understand what I do the thing I will to do that's I think that's the philaimo word. Thilemon. Will to do, desire to do it. Yep. Not use my will to do it. The thing I will to do I don't do and that's word is poie a single time what I I will to to do
0: I don't do one single single time time. that is in my human nature that is sold into bondage to sin the
1: verse just before this verse but what I will there's the the will word again the time I think it is what I will not to do this I do, and that's not a single time. It's the prazo word. So, the thing Paul does not
0: will to to do, do, he habitually habitually
1: practices. practices. Does it all day,
0: all the time. He
1: habitually practices what he doesn't want to do. What he doesn't, with his will, determination not to do
0: does, all he the does time.
1: it a single time. All the time. Does he think it's wrong? Well, he just said, I agree with the law. Yes. I think it's a good thing. Yes. His his particular sin was coveting. Paul's not making a defense like, oh, come come on, man. Coveting's not, not a big deal. He hated it. He says, I hate what I do. And he doesn't want to... Covenant. so he's got the right attitude something he hates he's got the right desire
0: he hates he sin, but he practices it all the time
1: did his hatred for sin was that able to keep him from sinning
0: no it, he, he was practicing all the time he clearly said what I The evil that I do not want to do, the the evil that I do not will to do, I I, practice all the time. And I don't understand why.
1: (laughs) That's another one. He doesn't understand why. Well, it comes back to the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual. Sold as a slave to sin. There's that word slave that we can't confuse with free. So he says, that the thing I will to do, I don't do a single time. The thing I will not to do, I habitually practice.
0: Yes. So he says, the law is spiritual, but I am sold into slavery to sin for what I do not will to do. This I practice, and what I will to do, this I don't do a single time, and I don't understand why I do what I
1: do not will to do. So he agrees this is not the behavior he wants. He hates the behavior, doesn't want to do it. He's fully committed not to do it, yet he doesn't.
0: Practices it. Habitually Habitually.
1: practices it.
0: So this brings us up to Romans 7, maybe 15, 16, 17, where he's saying, I don't do what I will to do, and I habitually practice what I don't want to do, and it's all because the law is spiritual, but I am human sold into bondage to sin.
1: You know what blows my mind is the law is good. We agree. We agree. The law is perfect. But some some entity called sin is using the law to get me to do all these things. I and think I'm, that's I'm important d- to know. And well, I think that's Romans 7.
0: We we should look at that. We should look at that. Because 1 Corinthians 15, 56, I think the power of sin is, is the law. law. And this is how it the power of
1: sin uses the law. May, Can I maybe. see if it's still stuck in my mind? I think it's uh, 7, 5 or 6. I would not have known what sin was. Okay. Go ahead. That would be verse 7. Okay. Uh, 7, 7. Yeah. I would not have known what sin was if the law had said, do not covenant, covet. But sin... Seizing an opportunity afforded by the commandment produced in me coveting of every kind. I I skipped over a few parts, maybe get the whole part of it, those three verses. You nailed it. But sin
0: taking the opportunity through the commandment produced in me coveting of every kind. For apart from law, sin is dormant. That's a principle. That's a principle right there. That's a law. That's a law of physics, a
1: law of dynamics. Apart from From the law, the sin sin. is
0: dormant.
1: Did it say the sin seized on an opportunity? Afforded afforded by the law.
0: By the law. The, The law gave sin an opportunity to become activated or active, and through that, it controlled us even though we willed to do the right thing it began overriding our will and we became a slave to sin that's why I said the law is spiritual but I am of flesh sold into bondage to
1: sin I'm a slave of sin so did that which is good the law become sinful and he say Absolutely not.
0: That's exactly what it says. You're you're actually just quoting the verse. So then, the law is holy and commandment is good and righteous. Did that which is good become a cause of death for me? May it never be. Rather, it was sin in order that it might be shown to be sin by affecting my death death through that which is good through the commandment sin might become
1: utterly sinful wow so it takes something that is spiritual which he said was the law gives it puts something that is unspiritual through the test so that we see that unspiritual thing failed the spiritual test which that
0: unspiritual thing is us. Is us. In our own human
1: effort. Apart from the Spirit, we cannot keep the law. Exactly. But are all the righteous requirements of the law fully met in us? Who walk Walk. by the
0: Spirit and not by human effort. Romans 8
1: 4. See how vitally it is important to see that you are going to depend on the spirit you, you really won't have that urgency to depend on the spirit unless you just fall flat on your face and see that you can't do it
0: and that's what Paul was yeah. talking about falling flat on his face and doing what he doesn't will to do and not doing what he does will to do all because the law is spiritual And he is of human origin, sold into bondage to sin. And through that law, the sin becomes active. And we're going to see that it
1: whips Paul's booty. It triggers (laughs) us to use a term from the modern day term. Yeah. So what's, what's the answer? Okay, we are getting to the
0: to the answer. I'll just keep reading what what Paul is saying. But if I do the very thing I do not will to do, I agree with the law, confessing that it is good. So now, no longer am I the one doing. What I don't want to do, but sin, which indwells me, is causing me to do what I don't want to do. The age old question has just been answered Why do I do, do what I don't want to do? Why don't I live the exemplary Christian life? He says, I don't do what I want to do because sin dwells in my
1: humanity. Nobody knew this from uh, from Adam to Jesus. This is the first time
0: in the recorded history of the planet that this revelation has been brought out right here in Romans 7 that's why so many people tell you that Romans 7 is so unbelievably important to understand that it, it unveils the bible and it does because it unveils the truth that in your human strength sin is more powerful and it makes you a slave of sin that lives in your human nature and causes you to fall short of the glory of God we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God Romans
1: 3.28 and no one knew this including in my opinion the greatest Bible scholars of all time were the, the Pharisees the scribes and the Pharisees and Jesus said to the Pharisees one time he said do not think I will accuse you before the Father and he says it's Moses who accuses you in whom you've set your hope what does that mean it means the law
0: accuses Moses is you
1: synonymous with the law Yes, it's the law that accuses you on which you've set your entire hope of being righteous putting the burden of the commandments
0: on your shoulders that's why Jesus said come to me because my yoke is light and I will give you rest all you who are
1: weary and heavy laden so the very thing you're putting your hope in keeping the law is the very thing that's condemning you and saying you can't keep it and Paul and controlling you Paul has some similarities to the the rich young ruler remember he he asked Jesus what mm-hmm. good things must I do to inherit eternal life to have that kind of life Jesus didn't say believe on me or trust in me or walk by the spirit he for some reason we know now he told this rich young ruler, you know the law, go sell everything you have and follow me. And it said that the man walked away depressed. It's the same feeling Paul has in Romans 7, wretched man that I am. I, I can't sell everything I have and follow Jesus because I covered everything I have. I can't
0: do it sin dwelling in me wants all those material possessions and it's overpowering me and it's causing me the rich young ruler to walk away
1: and yet I've set my hope in that I could do something there's something I could do stop sinning that would please God and so we, we make the goal of our Christian life to stop sinning setting that goal of stop sinning is the sin fuel for sinning all the more. Sin fuel, I like that word. (laughs) That was good. You're
0: fueling sin by getting on the human performance treadmill trying to do the ABCs of the law.
1: I led a double secret life when I was first a Christian. Everything I did that I was always ashamed of and hated doing and didn't want to do, I was always told, and my own mind told me that too, but I was always told to keep yourself accountable to someone else. Find someone that will keep you accountable. Uh, have some unshakable, unbreakables. Set these boundaries, boundaries and parameters. That was a big selling book, Boundaries and Parameters. All of those are just microcosms of being under the law. They're being under a commandment time, self-imposed will, lining up your will to do something spiritual in your unspiritual human effort. Mm -hmm. And it never works. And thank God it doesn't work, because if it worked, you would be enslaved to principles all your life you would never leave those principles there's an answer i'm just going to say it but we're going to come back but the answer is thanks be to god through jesus christ yeah. now the law of the spirit of life in christ has set me free from the law of sin and death and yep. death here means feeling like garbage feeling like a piece of whatever. Yeah. yeah. Ashamed ashamed like Adam and Eve, naked. Naked and ashamed.
0: That's a form of death in the Bible. Okay. You want me to
1: read to get you up to what you just mentioned about thanks be to God? In case you haven't noticed, I'm trying to really play up the (laughs) seriousness of this problem, the law. Okay. He says, but if I
0: do the very thing I do not will to do, I agree with the law, confessing that it is good. So now, no longer am I the one doing the thing that I don't want to do, habitually practicing the thing that I do not want to do, but it is sin which lives in me. Verse 18, For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is in my human nature do you see how he brings it up and qualifies what he says that because the, Christ spirit, is in him.
1: the spirit in the spirit
0: is, in him. is nothing bad but in his human nature absolutely nothing good dwells in his human nature and he goes on to say for the willing is present in me but the Doing of good is not, let me read that again, for I know that nothing good dwells in me that is in my human nature, for the wishing is present in me, or the willing is present in me, but the doing
1: of good is not. Okay, so let me interrupt you. As far as the willingness to do good on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you say Paul's commitment to doing good was? 25, 30. (laughs) 10 plus. 10 plus. What was his success rate on doing Mm, 25 or 30. Okay, so.
0: Zero minus.
1: Commitment level is not the problem for Paul.
0: That's not the issue. How to lick sin. But how to beat sin is right here in this unbelievable veil that's being taken off. Okay, Paul goes on to say, I find then the principle or the law of gravity, a law of dynamics, that evil is present in me the one who wills to do good, the one who can't do any good, the one that sin lives in. He says, there's a principle in me, the one who wills to do good. He says, if I am the one doing the thing I do not will to do, I am no longer the one who does it, but sin dwells in me. I find then this principle that evil is present in me, the one who wills to do good, for I joyfully concur with the law of God. I want to do the law of God. I joyfully concur with the law of God in my inner man but I see a different law of dynamics in the members of my body. They're waging war against that law of dynamics that's in my mind, that law that wills to do good. They're waging war against it, making me a prisoner of this law of dynamics of sin. I'm a prisoner of, to this law of gravity called sin. I'm a prisoner to sin in my human nature. I'm a prisoner to sin. Not able to do what I will. My will is not free. It is enslaved to this law of dynamics that dwells in me, in the members
1: of my body and makes me prisoners. So let me get this right. You keep saying principle or law of dynamics. There's a consistency in a law of dynamics, like gravity is 100% consistent. And I'd probably be better to answer this question. Can a fat guy water ski? Yes. If, can a fat guy just stand on water skis and float along? No. No. But if a fat guy stands on water skis and he has a boat that's pulling him about 20 knots, There's he's a skiing. conflicting law of dynamics. There's a conflicting law of dynamics. That So allows one him
0: principle
1: is stronger
0: than the other.
1: They're both consistent and one is stronger and overrules and they can't be a law or a
0: principle unless it is 100 percent
1: done every time consistent consistent. yeah that's yes. the right
0: so that's why paul goes on to say he says wretched man that i am who will set me free from this body of death thanks be to jesus our lord through god so then on one hand i myself with my mind am serving the law of god but on the other hand with my human nature the law of sin
1: explain that
0: on one hand i am totally willing to do the things of the law of god but on the other hand I'm doing the exact opposite of what I will to do. My will is being dominated by this sin principle or this personified sin that lives in me. Do you realize when it said it's no longer me doing it, but sin that lives in me, it personified sin at that point. So you have two illustrations as personified and as a principle, but both of them are in your human nature and work against what your human nature wills to do and causes you to do the exact opposite of what you will to do in your human nature.
1: And what is the catalyst that stimulates that sinful nature?
0: The law. Putting yourself on the... Human performance treadmill, which is being under the law, saying, I can do the law. Give me the law. I can do it. And beating your chest and say, I'll do the law. Don't you worry about that. I can do that.
1: And what happens? You consistently. Habitually. Consistently don't do it. Not a single time. So what's the other law? It was. Okay. We, we see the consistent law of failure. Yes. Yes.
0: So, then it goes on to say, for the law of dynamics, the law of dynamics of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. Do you get it? This principle of depending, depending on the power of Jesus in you sets you free from that principle gravity which always causes you to do what you do not will to do, which is sin. The principle of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, not in human effort. Are you so foolish after beginning in the spirit? Are you now trying to
1: attain the goal Inhuman human effort see. Wow so the, the consistent principle of the spirit the law of the spirit of life in Christ the 100% absolute without fail dynamic of the law of the spirit of life in Christ every time without exception overcomes the law of the sin and the death And you using your own free will And your human effort It consistently overcomes The weaker law Or the consistent law The law of the spirit
0: of life in Christ Jesus Will allow you to ski But the law of Your human human determination Will never allow you to
1: ski You'll sink Every 100% 100% of the time. Without exception. Without exception. So we have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> it so does become laughable. It
0: becomes laughable when you, you read. Put
1: like that. Yeah. Isn't it obvious? Yeah.
0: If you want to go with what Paul says. Yeah. So, it's obvious your will is not as free as you've been led to believe because. I for 20 years was led to believe in my free will. I heard over and over the Bible is replete with the idea of being having free will and I came to find out it's nowhere in the Bible. There's not a single mention of that. There's not one indicative statement that says I have a free will but there are plenty of indicative statements, even in Romans 7, that says, I am a slave. I am a slave to sin. I am a slave to doing what I do not want to do. And although I will to do it, sin that lives in me dominates me and shipwrecks me. So you were committed. I I always used my will to, to be committed. I just didn't know that it didn't have the power to do what I
1: wanted to do. Well, let me ask you another question. Why would God have us go through that futility?
0: Yes, he did it for 2,000
1: years. He did it for two. He put the
0: Israeli nation under the futility of trying to obey the law in their own human strength. For 2,000 years Even
1: though he knew they were destined
0: Because through the law comes the knowledge of sin and They God they has, never have that knowledge you, He used the law to hold everyone accountable Shut so, the mouth So that all mouths would be shut
1: What verse is that? I think that's Romans 3, isn't it? I think it is in Romans 3, yes. To shut up. Yeah. (laughs) Shut the mouth of every man. He used
0: the Romans 3 to say, I can't do what I will to do. My
1: will is not free. All men were bound to disobedience so that he could have mercy on the same all that were bound to disobedience. Bound. Bound that we're bound to disobedience Yes, he can have mercy on them all oh the depths of the wisdom and knowledge of God how beyond reasoning reasoning. searching for from him and through him and back to him are all things so it starts with God and ends with God and the purpose of seeing your futility is part of that process you could say it gives you a strong appreciation for the law of the spirit of life in Christ which is
0: the new covenant law of dynamics the new covenant runs on this law of dynamics the law of the life of the spirit of Christ working through you that's why I said I'll make a new covenant with you and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes." isn't that what it says all the righteous requirements of the law will fully be met by us who do not walk according to human effort but walk by the spirit's power romans 8 4 that's what the new covenant was about walking by the spirit's power and not your own determination he gave us a whole new covenant and said you guys will experience me from the least to the greatest You'll all be
1: walking under my power. And what does he say right before he says the law of the spirit of life in Christ set me free? There are
0: no condemnation, condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus.
1: Don't feel bad about your failure. Yes. Don't feel good about it because it teaches you learn you. something. Yes. Very valuable. You learn to depend on the spirit in every Situation consistently trust in the Spirit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should close this in prayer? Oh, yeah. Okay, Father God,
0: allow everybody who's listening to this podcast to learn something, to learn that there has been a new covenant in which He put His Spirit in us and the covenant of our own human determination
1: trying to obey the commandment system using our will to do it
0: is over with. Why did he end that new covenant? because Hebrew says he found fault with the people. they were weakened in the flesh and could not. Obtain the goal of a righteous Christian life by human effort. That's why Galatians 3 3 says, Are you so foolish after beginning with the Spirit? Are you now trying to attain the goal by human effort? We are crazy to. He made a new covenant. You made a new covenant, God, for them to live in and allow this podcast to show the importance of living in that new covenant and not rebuilding what you once destroyed because that's what he says in Galatians, you say in Galatians, knowing that a man is not justified by works of the law knowing that no flesh no human effort is justified by works of the law then it goes on to say if you keep trying to not sin is Jesus the author of not sin no you're rebuilding the law is what Galatians 2 18 and 19 is saying if I rebuild what I once destroyed I prove myself to be a sinner so if we go back to that I have choices or free will mentality and in my own will I will choose to do the right thing We just prove that we can't do it. If I rebuild what I once destroyed, I prove that I'm a sinner. That's all the law mentality does, Father. So allow everybody to get off that treadmill and rely on manifesting you, Father. He who waits on the Lord will mount up on eagles' wings, Father. Help us to wait. On you to do for us what we can't do for ourselves And to depend on you Because that's the only way it gets done Is by depending on you When you manifest yourself We are walking righteous And when we try and use our will to walk righteous We fall short, Father So allow us all Allow that thought to sink in So that we can all repent tonight and repent of human effort and live by the Spirit's power and then give the Spirit the credit which it so rightly deserves. That way we can store up treasures in heaven, Father. It's in your Son's name that I ask these things. Amen. Amen. Good night, everyone. We love you. Love
1: you guys. Good night. Stay away from the law.